This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. Oh! What the hell is happening? I am... So excited to be back, 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 back again. You're listening to Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Her. Uh, available to you. Um, I am Mono Agapian. I am joined by now a, a I'm going to say a mainstay of the pod. Uh, a true, <laughs> a true voice of a generation. He dares to ask, is it? cake and bitch when he bends over it sure is we're here with johnny manginello what an upgrade from last week's guest i mean i know you need Huge. to you need to really focus on finding a-list stars like me um that the yeah. people at home will, will recognize um <laughs> when you brought in rachel bloom i said rachel whom and yeah, I know. T- that's what everyone said. Um, yeah. They said, oh, it's so cute. You're giving in like up and comer like a chance. Right. And you're welcome is what I want to start this podcast off by saying for being yeah. here. And then second of all, I want to say the, the for the for the audio <laughs> listeners, is there a video component to this? To this? No, there okay, won't so be for a video. The, so for the audio listeners at home. Yeah, for all the for the. <laughs> I just shrugged Patreon my shoulders. Audio. I just shrugged my shoulders and said it was it, it was to say. I'm here and you're welcome. I I think, yeah, we're more grateful than you know. Um, You you are a fucking treat. Um, And part of the reason you're a treat is because you don't even know how much of a treat you are. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, stop it. You don't know you're beautiful. That's what makes you beautiful in the infamous words of Harry Styles. That part. Oh, my God. One Direction. Did you, were you horny for One Direction? So I was in college. You know what I mean? Uh So, 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 so. I feel like, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like give you, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody who was an older gentle man or gentle person, but I, I, I wouldn't call those like, yeah, I wouldn't call those my like, though those were probably my horny years. They weren't my like boy band horny years. You know what I'm saying? I I was horny for a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I want to get Eiffel Towered by JT and JC. That's what I want. Um, yeah, I agree. One Direction was a little, it was too young for me. And, uh, but I've, and I, but I've always had a problem with the boyish boys. You remember when everyone was swooning over Leonardo DiCaprio? Not me. Mm -hmm. Not me. Not you. You were like, you were like watching Titanic and being, when is this film going to be over? Oh, well, I was looking at Zane. I was like, I wonder what his bald head would feel rubbing against my asshole. I wonder what that would feel like. Who's Zane of One Direction? I'm sorry, Billy Zane, the uh, the, the oh. bad, the baddie. So you have to understand that I'm not very smart. 
Just let's start this podcast <laughs> off. When you said Zane, I was like, oh, we were just talking about One Direction. Yeah, I do know Zane. But okay, we're <laughs> no, that, that's, that's very confusing. We're, we're confused, and that's Pride, even though Pride's over, so take down your fucking rainbow flags. It's over. It's done, faggots. My rainbow flags um, are, are done, are gone. They're burnt. Um, I'm so glad you're here. We were talking about chaotic families before we started, and I think mm. we should touch on it briefly before we jump into All Stars. Yeah, you were I, saying our yeah. families make us who we are. Talk to me about that. Yeah, and more specifically, like it's really interesting to to know somebody at least a little bit. Like I know you a little bit, but mm. specifically, like knowing somebody pretty well. I don't know if you felt this with like your friends from school. Like when you did you go off to school? Like were you mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. yeah. So like you get to know these people really well, but you get to know them isolated from their life, like their orbit and their lives around them sort of are non, uh, non-visible in college because, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like high school where you kind of get to know their brothers and sisters or see their mom pick them up. For right. Some you get a version of them. You get a version of them or you go over to their house for like a play date. In college, there are mm-hmm. no play dates, baby. There are no play dates. <laughs> you're just you're just horny for one direction. You're just sitting around and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know where this person comes from. And then maybe like a year or two in, you get a glimpse, maybe their parents come for like parent weekend or you go visit their, you know, house Mm -hmm. during the summer or whatever. And you go, oh, this is what made you who you are. And right now, Mm -hmm. again, for the audio listeners at home. um, You're getting nothing. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I've been given a tour of one of the, what is it? Your parents' guest room or your brother's room? Yes, it's like a guest room and it is filled with, Every kind of mental illness my family encapsulates. I I think it's cool. I mean, I you you know you know your parents better than I do, but like for me, yeah. it's cool because I didn't have to like you know grow up with with the mental totally. illness. Um, I mean, I had my my family's bullshit, but not yours. Yeah, come um, on. What family isn't bullshit? Talk I don't know. Right? I, it would be. I hate those families who are like because I'm from like a waspy town where like some of those families are perfect, and it's like no, they're definitely like there's some oh, something weird going on there. They have their own shit. It's just like it's like oh, like, is it adultery or murder? Totally. And if it's both, what luck. The worst what thing luck. your family has going is that there's a jungle-themed guest room. I mean, like, come on. That is, like, <laughs> on the scale of, like, you know, mental illness, that's pretty low. I And just so you know, so everyone has a little bit, yeah, I'm in the jungle-themed room of my that my mom decided to pay a designer too much to literally like buy Wait a, a minute. A that was designed jungle. Yes. By a she person? paid Hires? an insane woman named Brenda paid her so much money to buy the ugliest jungle themed tchotchkes at TJ Maxx. Brenda, fan to- of the podcast. Hi, Brenda. I, Brenda! She had the craziest voice. Um, and, uh, I, but I'm also surrounded by, uh, antique wedding favors, creepy Jordanian almonds wrapped up in doilies, as well as my brother's hip hop career, uh, posters. I mean, where, 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 how do we unpack this? Like we can't, this is why you're a comedian. You do realize that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You would argue there's honestly, I always say there's honestly too many characters in my family. It's like Mm -hmm. a. It's like a shitty sitcom where they're like trying too hard. You know, it's like, no, there's too many characters. Y'all, you need to like focus. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like if the execs like saw this script on their desk, they'd be like, all right, we got some notes. Exactly. It's not believable. When I wrote about my family, I literally had to pull it back um, because they were like, this woman doesn't seem very grounded. And you're like, "Mm, yes, that is my mother. Right. And... Her behavior, though all of though everything I wrote was one hundred percent factual, not very grounded. Yeah, 
Yeah. Isn't that tricky when it's like too, like, what is it? Truth is stranger than fiction. Absolutely. Wait, who's craziest in your family? Or can you say who's the winner of? Oh, definitely. So my family, like we basically have like, like no one, no one is too, like no one's going to be offended by anything I have to say about them first and foremost. Right. That's amazing. My mother is wacky. She thinks she's famous amongst (laughs) gay people. Like she thinks she, (laughs) she thinks she doesn't have social media. She doesn't even know how to use like internet. Like yesterday she called me and she was like, I want to see that video you posted on the internet. And I'm like, what video, like, what are you talking? You know what I mean? Like I have to really walk her through and figure out that whole life. Absolutely. My mom too. But she does think that she's famous and has, as gay fans. So she loves to, um, she loves to record videos that she then sends to me that she expects me to post. And I do, I post them. That's very, that's very kind of you that you are, uh, that you're passing it along. You're, you're paying it forward. Yeah. You got to get the message. I mean, like, you know, yeah, you can, it's illegal to tamper with mail. You know, you can't go light a mailbox on fire. Similarly, <laughs> I can't not share my mother's messages to her to her fans that don't exist. Um, so yeah. she's wacky. Uh, you know, there's a lot. So I come from a massive Lebanese family where there's mm-hmm. I have like 30 first cousins. And I think at this point I have like 30 some second cousins who are like part of the. Fa- it's very my big factory. Same. Playing. Yeah, same, same, same. Too many, too many people. <laughs> By the way, Mono, thank you for all the yes. recommendations for Greece. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, did you get your hole filled in Mykonos? I didn't get my hole. Well, I got one hole filled and I'm talking about my mouth hole. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm talking about Yay! food. No, there was no hole filling in Mykonos, but there was, um, I had the best time. Greece is, okay, so you know how people are like, it's, it's too beautiful. It's too beautiful. The f- photographs don't do it justice. Yes. Bitch, yes. you better believe it. I was trying to take all these photographs. Yes. Oh, one yes. of these is going to turn out. And then I got back from my trip. I'm looking through my photos. I'm like, oh, no, it really doesn't. Like, you have to be there. And I, I, that was the main thing for me. I was just intoxicated by the beauty and shocked at, like, it took me, like, yeah. 31 years to see something this beautiful. I've never, ever, ever. Like- it really feels like you've flown to a Star Wars planet. You know what I mean? I, that's how I feel when I'm in Greece, where I'm like, this is, there's no way this is Earth, but it yeah. is. Yeah, no, it feels um, like heaven. And it's really good because I was thinking, I was, this is not a joke. We went for it. I have a horse girl, uh, a friend who's a horse girl, and we went mm-hmm. horseback riding on this like black sand beach. Mm-hmm. Wow. As we were doing it, first of all, what? And what second a, of all, wow, I was what there. a sentence. So yeah. I was there, I was, I was horseback riding and she, God, this isn't, I, I hear myself like saying it out loud. I'm like, that's really annoying. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you, you enjoy, you can enjoy travel. You can enjoy travel. You're right. You can. Yeah. And I did. And you I deserve did. it. Um, and so, so we're horseback riding on this black sand beach and I'm looking out onto the ocean. I'm like, Oh, this is heaven. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> this is heaven. I don't know that I believe in heaven. And certainly if there is a heaven, I'm going to hell. So so we're in heaven soak this in so this was my uh-huh. one experience of heaven before i go burn in the fiery pits of hell absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> like i think you got to take those moments to be like you know the world probably will explode tomorrow and that's okay well that's okay that's okay <laughs> That's all we can, you know, that's okay. I still, oh man, I'm still blown away that we get to be humans in a time where, um, you know, uh, we're allowed to suck dick. Um, like I think about poor gays in the 1600s and I'm like, damn, you can't even oh. suck a dick. Oh, I have, I have news for you. What? The gays in the 1600s actually what? were, they were sucking dick. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Stop lying. 
may I just, if you don't mind, I just want to do a, a dramatic reading of a wild email you sent me on May 26. Oh, okay, please. Okay, first of yes. all, first of all, thank you so much for this email. This is called Mykonos To Do. By the way, Mykonos, no, nothing, nothing's capitalized, in, which I love. It, it, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being shady. Like it just like sounds like you're being shitty. I'm kidding. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. Keep telling me. You have, what, what so, chaos did so I say? So, Mono, you are one. Of, you must be one of these friends who's like. And then at nine oh three, we're doing yoga, and then at nine oh four, we're finishing yoga, and we're and we're mm-hmm. t- taking a water. You no, know, you would think so. The reason that list is so crazy is because my type A boyfriend forced me to organize my Greece trip, and I tried uh-huh. to tell him Greece doesn't work that way. And as you probably noticed, Greece is very like, "Hey, you're here. What's up?" There's no schedule most of the time. I was gonna um, say like our Greece trip was very like breezy and we were where we that's were that's what Greece we is but well, my boyfriend not, didn't get it not if you're your boyfriend okay so okay so all, tell me this this I sent you every so first of all everything is is listed out and and you fit in a lot of activities each day yeah it's all, all an impossible amount frankly and what's great and again not to be shady here but like you Please. there are clearly this list was not meant for me I know you like I, I know of course you didn't like write this list out for me I know you had this was for a trip, but there are these like inside jokes I didn't understand, but I'm in Greece, like walking through Mykonos town, like trying to figure it out. Like, like that table, it's like paradise beach club, that dope table Betsy got us. And I was like, well, I wish I had a Betsy on this trip to give me a dope table. <laughs> then you That's laugh, really no, then you laugh at Lindsay Lowen's beach club or beach house being closed. <laughs> you put it on the list as like an itinerary point and then in per- uh-huh. so you go Lowen beach house and then in parentheses closed. Ha ha. And I'm like, so is it on the list or is it not on the list? Oh my um, God. No, it was so, so helpful. And I took so many of your suggestions and it was honestly, uh, it, it was just fantastic. I will say I did go to Jackie O. This is a little inside baseball. Oh yes. Okay. I did Greg. go to Jackie O, but, the, but it was like five straight couples and we sat down and we're like, huh. this is not a gay bar. I think he must be mistaken. So he got up and left. Oh God. Wow. No. That's sad. No, but I just think the straights are taking over. You know what I mean? Yuck. Yeah. That, that's a problem with the Everybody's, big spots in Greece. No, um, I'm, I really appreciate the list and it was so helpful. And I just and, wish I was there with you so I could knock some dicks in, into your mouth. We could go to Cabo Paradiso. Did you go to Cabo Paradiso? I didn't. It's okay. It's okay. That's a very Euro trashy spot. Is um, it? It is. Wait, we should we'll talk go. about Drag Race or else my the listeners will kill us, I think. Fully cut. For, for, for the audio listeners at home, just go. Audio just, listeners. For the audio listeners at home, just cut out the last 30 minutes. Just pretend you never Fuck. heard it. Well, you know, we're friends um, and we have a lot to connect on, like the uh, the mental illness in our MENA families. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, we. I want to ask you, how are you enjoying this season of the All-Stars? Loving it. It's so good. I mean, the talent is great. I was thinking about the conversation we had uh, uh, the last time I, I graced you with my presence on your podcast, where mm-hmm. you had said like there were no stakes in, in season 14. Mm. And I am also feeling like there are no stakes in this because like nobody goes home. There's no like, like, yeah, it, it's a competition to who can get the most stars, but I'm really feeling like everyone's there just to have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um and even when there are like stakes, like are we going to form an alliance? It's kind of like self-referential and like mm-hmm. 
haha, this is a joke. That being said, unlike season 14, where I was like, okay, nothing's happening. No one's going home. This is, there are no stakes. There's it's boring. This is really fun because you're watching this. You're watching drag race drag at yes. the highest form. And, and I'm just like, the talent is outrageous. It really is outrageous and staggering. Uh, the, the number of sickening queens and some of them only having one star, which is, it's not who you'd think it was. No, it's not who you think it was, and it's not who should. I think it should be. Oh, yeah. But. I mean, I'll, I'll, let's be right up front and just say, like, the production behind who wins is so transparent to me. Um, it's not correct. It's just fun uh, chaos that they're throwing our way to keep us on this journey of anyone can win. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, like, back in the day when, like, we were on the edge of our seats to see who won Drag Race? I just yeah. don't feel that. I'm like, I don't care really who wins because whoever wins, like that means very little relative to like who does, yeah. who there's like who wins the show and who wins the show. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a weird new world because like, because drag race now has three iterations on it every, every given day. Like the fact that we're mm-hmm. balancing like this France and Canada soon is like too yeah. much. And um, yeah, it definitely has changed. But like, because I remember the last prim- the last finale that mattered, I'm going to say was like season nine with Sasha Velour winning. It was like, totally. oh, this matters. <laughs> totally. I, I completely agree. However, that being said, I'm, 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 I'm giving it a lot of shit. But I will say like this season has been a delight to watch. It's and delightful. it's so, oh my God. And, and the talent, it's just crazy. I am, I am. I'm really kind of astounded that like every week it's like, I don't know where to look. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. I will say like, and obviously we're, today we get an uh, uh, acting challenge and uh, it is, I'm going to say this script is absolute chaos that these girls spun gold with. Like, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, like, that can't be overstated that, like, this easily could have been trash fire. And I feel like almost everyone, like, really brought something special and unique, um, which is the challenge of Drag Race. Totally. No, I agree. I think as a general note, like, here's the thing about these acting challenges. <laughs> I don't laugh. Like, I'm sitting here being yeah. like, I know this is supposed to be funny, but, like, What's going on? I feel like there's this push to create these like beginning, middle, end like narrative. Yeah. Like, yes, there's villains and there's this and this, and there's so much like they're trying so hard to create like a a fully formed story. Yes. And yes. I'm like, I don't really care. I just want stupidity. I mean, sketch comedy is not about plot. It's I. That's the thing. It's not. It's never about the plot. If you watch a successful Saturday Night Live or Mad TV sketch, guess what is not involved? Plot. It's always right. So why are these so plot heavy? I don't know because they they love it. I don't know why, but I mean, literally the mantra is pattern, not plot. Like anytime you're writing or even in an improv scene, what's the funny behavior that you can patternize? It's it's not that hard. They make it too complicated. I find the improv challenges so much more interesting on Drag Race than the acting challenges because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, oh, and now the nerd comes in and now the villain comes in and now we're trying to solve them. It's like, who cares? This is, yeah. why are we, what? 
That's why I like, I mean, that's, okay, I, I know this is divisive in the queer community, so tell me what we think. I still very much enjoy Snatch Game. And I think Snatch Game. <gasps> shocking, shocking. <laughs> Some people are like, no. Snatch Game's dead. Um, what do you think? Snatch Game's dead. No. no. I think people romanticize old Snatch Games as well. It's like how people romanticize old SNL because we yes. watch the best of the best. And you said, Snatch Game used to be amazing. Like, baby, go watch, go watch old Snatch Games and you'll see like, <laughs> no, one person was really good. Two people were really good, but the rest yes. was not great. No. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Well, that's why I think now, Snatch Game being, is like the only pure improv challenge left on the show. Like, I think right. they need to be more open with it. And Snatch Game is actually open, whereas sometimes I felt the fairy tale Justice One was closed in and didn't give them that much room to play. Totally. And they have these like really specific characters, right. especially fairy tale Justice, which we like kind of already knew. Like, we knew these characters because exactly. they're like childhood characters. And, like, it's filled not, with like, plot. It was filled like this, but then this happens and then that happens. It's like, well, what's the funny thing? Totally. Totally. Especially on a season where everybody's good. It's like, just trust them. They'll do really exactly. well. You're the three but, pigs. Yeah. Go. Right. If you think Snatch Game's dead and you feel that way, after this last season of Snatch Game, like, well, then I think you need to get your eyes checked. Babe, babes, I know. I will say, yeah, absolutely. The all-star Snatch Game we just saw very much disproved that Snatch Game's dead. It was yeah. amazing and funny and wild. And there was some there was some flops, but there was a lot of wins. Oh, we got to talk about how they do not acknowledge anybody not doing anything oh, less than outstanding on the yes. show. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, in fact, we're going to talk about it. But first... Silence, Johnny. I feel like taking a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just 
can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. Bring back... My break. We're back and we're going to talk more about Drag Race. Sorry, we're not talking about Mykonos anymore. Even though I do need to tell you the story about one time I, um, did I tell you I like woke up from a drug blackout sucking a man's dick on a goat farm in Mykonos? No, you didn't mention that. I didn't mention that on our first hangout. Um, long story short, I was, I was so blacked out on okay. alcohol and, and a pill someone gave me. A bartender named Miki at the Ramrod nightclub gave me something. Don't know what it was, um, but I woke, I literally came to, woke up in the middle of a goat farm field, sucking his dick and a goat, goat surrounding me, bleeding at me. Because as the sun was rising, I came out of my drug stupor and I and suddenly there was a goat next to me literally at eye level, just like, as if he was cheering me on while I sucked this stranger's dick. Can I tell you my favorite part of this story? Yes. Yes. You are screaming it in your parents' home. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for the listeners at home, he is, he is just like a, a thin wall away from his mother's oh, yeah. bedroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. th- first of all, first of all, this sounds like <laughs> this sounds like, again, 
truth is stranger than fiction. But this sounds like a joke story that somebody would tell after re- returning from Greece. I know. Um, you were on a goat farm. I was on a goat farm. Stupor. I now I, and then I put some pieces together because I couldn't find my hotel. Like, you know how like, you know how the roads are in Mykonos. They're so twisty, windy, connected. I was high and I couldn't find where my hotel room was. And I wanted to hook up with Miki and the sun was rising. So I think what happened was I was like, bitch, if you don't get that dick in your mouth before sunrise, like the hookup probably isn't happening. You know, that was the that was the original plot of Cinderella. She has until sunrise. <laughs> get that dick in her mouth. Or she turns back into a. Yeah. Or else that dick turns into a pumpkin. And then you're like, oh, right. I don't want to suck a pumpkin, bitch. It's so much harder. Oh, my God. Impossible to deep throat. Um, But yeah. Yeah, Mykonos was crazy. I could talk about it forever, but um, I I literally would live if we could we could be in Greece together next time. Being stupid. Together. I mean, I'll go. I'll, I will go back anytime, anytime. anytime. Uh, amazing. Did you take any boats? You took the boats between the islands. I can't do mm-hmm. this. Okay, I have to move on. Let's talk about as you brought up before the break. You were bringing up the absolute lack of any constructive criticism on the season. <laughs> And it's weird because it's, it's the, a lot of times, I mean, I don't know if this is like drag race, like producing Mm -hmm. where they like give constructive criticism and and a a queen like takes it. And then by the end of the season has like become a better drag queen, like that may be bullshit Mm -hmm. because I know they bring what they bring and they kind of are who they are, but that is actually one of the more compelling, like series arcs that I think drag race has. And this season's just not going to get it. They came in day one the same. They're going to go out on day whatever. Yeah, they they I think they genuinely promised them that there was going to be no critiques is what it feels like. Um, And that actually does make sense, because why would a winner come back if they're going to get, you know, destroyed? Yeah. And and because no matter what they do, it's like the assignment was spaghetti and you filled up a boat. With Krill. And that's why you're a superstar, baby. That's why you are and will always be a winner. It, like, does not matter what they do. They're going to get so praised, which is fine. But, I mean, I agree. There's there's definitely some more stakes that could be imbued if there was that um, maybe some constructive criticism. Or just being like, I am a queen who is great at this. And, yes, I can be better at X. That's like every human on Earth, you know? Right, right. Right. It, yeah, I, I, I agree with this. I also think like they are trying to make it they're trying to like level the playing field and yeah. they don't want to run away star. So they want to give everybody these positive critiques so that nobody's like at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know that. I don't know that that makes it, I think, a little bit less fun to watch when they told Jada that she was doing great listening in this challenge. I was like, okay, no, <laughs> this is too no. far. We've gone too no. far. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you mean listening, meaning like she wasn't speaking when she yeah. didn't have a line. It's also, you know what like, I mean? It's, you, you mean that you were breathing in the scene where <laughs> we, we pointed a camera at you and we noticed you were breathing and using your eyes. Wow. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> You did it. You, you, wow. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I'm not here for that. Uh, 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 but I did think I will say like, I went back after I watched this episode and watched like an old acting challenge, the, Mm -hmm. um, 
90210. Okay, yes. Season nine. I remember that and I was quite like, fondly. Okay, actually, like, these girls really did crush it relative to, like, what a normal season could be. Because yeah. usually there are people who are just, like, shitting the bed. And certainly nobody did that. <laughs> that one is with Aja just genuinely missing it every time. Oh, my God. And, of course, Nina Bonina Brown being like, where the cool kids in school? Like she can't get the line yeah. out in a normal yeah. way. But I don't even get totally, what. Totally. And then absolutely killing anyone who gave her a note. <laughs> Trinity is giving out the roles of this crazy acting challenge that's part horror movie, part Mean Girls, part Christmas. Sure. Correct. Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. I mean, I could have simplified it and said, just make it a Mean Girls parody is what it feels like you want to make. 100%. Yeah. Simplify. But um, Mean Girls, call it evil gals. Call it. <laughs> call it. But um, anyway, um, Trini, what role would you want in this in this chaos? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, let's work Thank backwards. You. I can tell you what, what I don't want. You always ask the hard-hitting questions I on do. Drag Podcast. I do. What do you not um, want? You're, who the fuck wants to play the straight man in these acting challenges? No, you no. Just, Nobody. Who? Has anybody, I, this is, I don't know. I'm asking a question. Has really anyone been funny as a straight man in a drag race acting challenge? Or has anybody ever won? Like, it's just, uh, you're setting yourself for failure, I feel like. That is a Maybe, great, uh, you're right. I, I would be hard pressed to think of one. There's no way. There's no way. You're just not going to have your moment. The role you want, here's the role you want. You want the role that has like five lines and you just kill them. Yes. In this case, I think it probably was Monet's role that I would have wanted. I think that has mm. the most, like, silliness. You get to do your bit. You get to have your dying scene. Uh, I, I think that's the role I would have would have. Is it weird that I her, wanted so. more from her in this? Oh, she, 100%. I mean, Jinx should have gotten that role, for sure. I just thought she didn't cross the finish line enough. I wanted a little bit more. I don't know what I wanted, but I was like, this is, I thought it was a bad note when they were like, pull back and just be yourself. I was like, I don't know if that's the best note to give her. No, just go over the top. Anybody on these RuPaul acting challenges who does just goes over the top. It's like, at least you're doing something like that's the best thing I think you can do here. And I don't, I think she was playing it like really undershaded. I'm glad they gave her the note of stop doing that. Like, high-pitched voice. Yeah, I do agree. Yes, but then she could have given more um, affectation or behavior because, like, since this part clearly mimicked the cool mom character of uh, of Mean Girls, um, like, more of that. Be more of that I'm a cool instructor. Lean deeper into that behavior or mannerism. So Monet and Trinity are a really interesting duo because... I think they kind of have opposite strengths and weaknesses. Uh I think Monet is not, I think Monet is one of my favorite drag queens out there. Like I love listening to sibling rivalry, anything she does, like that bit she did with, um, with, uh, what's her face? The British one. Oh, Vivian. That uh, was really fucking funny. For Bridgerton. Like anything she does, I think is hilarious. Like, like really like genuinely, like I'm laughing at like, yeah, that that is hilarious. That was a good showcase of her comedy. I love Monet outside of Drag Race. I love her. I love her. I love her. Yeah. I think when she's on the show, it's yeah. a little bit of like the Trixie thing where I'm like, yeah, they're just it's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. And I just want you to be you. Whereas Trinity, 
I don't really give a shit about Trinity outside of the show. Like I, I'm not, I'm not Dude, like following her career. I like but this. She, I agree. She crushes it. She knows how to play drag race so well. So and well. I just think it's, it's the difference between like, drag and drag race or at least it's one of them and Dude. i think that monet struggles in drag race you're so true you're so being fucking so true. true because like I, trinity used to do a podcast and um i listened to a couple episodes and it was clear she hated doing it um and she was uh, not having fun doing it so like you're saying it's literally the opposite where it's like yes like outside of drag race not so much in drag race she just fully gets the assignment every time and also, what I find mm -hmm. interesting is that, like, I think it's because Trinity does not respect these challenges. <laughs> like, she does not respect. Totally. Whereas Monet has too much respect for what's happening. Whereas Trinity's like, when she was the witch in Fairy Tale Justice, she was one of my favorites, and she was literally like making fun of the sketch happening. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes, I agree. I think that I think that this is this happens a lot on Drag Race, where it's like. You could you could do great on Drag Race. You could even win Drag Race, and it's like that doesn't necessarily mean I want to buy a ticket to your show. Totally, totally, totally. And totally. I want to buy a ticket to Monet's show. I love I love Monet. I just she's don't, incredible. I just think she's sort of like flatlining on this season. Sorry, I'm sure I'm gonna let a lot. Of you know, that, we'll see. I, I I have something tells me some absolute fuckeries. Some chaos is headed for us because they keep alluding to it in the edit. They keep saying, like, who knows what will happen. Maybe there will be a twist. It's like, okay, so there's going to be a twist. Okay, got it. Um, something's going to happen. Right, right, Something right. wild. Norse, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Shay as the Katie Heron role, whatever, like you're saying, the straight man, terrible. And, and if I was given the straight man role, I also would not play it as the straight man. Um, I would give myself a gift and make it unique, fun, weird, something to give myself something to play. Because she's just playing it as Shay. So there was a moment where I was like, ooh, Shay, I wish you had done more of this. Where she turns to the camera, I think, and says, is everybody at the school crazy? Or like, is everybody at the school like out of their mind or whatever? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that would be a, have been an interesting angle to. I, I don't know if there's like a name for this. You probably do. But where you're the straight man, but you are in such a wacko world, like the world around you is so crazy mm -hmm. that you don't play it straight. You play it like, what the fuck is going on here? Like these mm -hmm. people be crazy. Yeah. Is that a thing like where you're judgmental and you're like sort of yeah. like cynical of this world that's great? I think that would have been fun for her to be like, like really yeah. like what I don't know. Yeah, well, I think so. I think that's absolutely a thing. I mean, that's a thing in like 800 movies. Like any fish out of water movie is is usually that. Um, and it's it's a tall order, though, because to be a good straight man, it takes a lot of um, uh, uh, the writing. How do I put this? You as the actor have to write something really smart and reactionary to the crazy shit happening around you. And, yeah, that's, and I, that's a hard skill. Yeah. And I'm not sure I uh, trust the people who write the RuPaul acting challenges. That. That's Are right. you one of these people? Did you no, write it? No, 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 no. I, I pitched ideas um, to them, but I wasn't I wasn't able to write uh, the text of challenges like this. I would love to. I would like I to. I know they have to hire you. Yeah. <laughs> no, one they day. should. I'm serious. Yeah. You Who's know. Who's better? 
I know. You're gay. I'm serious. You're gay. You're an expert at drag. Yes. You, I'm obsessed with the show. watch every episode of Drag Race. Yeah. You're I know. funny. Sorry, you're Thanks, talented. Bitch. That should have been first. <laughs> I'm on some strange gay people are writing list. Um, you know, so uh, my pussy's on fire. So, but I thank you. I do appreciate. I appreciate it. But, I have um, hope for but I also want to be honest and say, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know what makes this show as magic as it is. Clearly, the people who make it know what makes it magic. You know what I mean? They've been you're, doing it for that's so a long. good point. You're right. Something's so working. Long. Something's working. Yeah. Um, so, um, okay, there's, of course, the dum-dum role. Amazing. Trinity does well at this. Jinx makes up a role, right? Because, I mean, her role is ostensibly the the uh, it, it's the Lacey Chabert part, which is like... Yeah, oh, toaster, toaster strudels. Toaster strudels, shopaholic, alcoholic. Um, she spun gold out of that. Oh, yeah. There was nothing there, and she made something for herself. Did you think she was going to win? Absolutely. She should have. She absolutely should have. There's no debate. So so to me, it went like this. Like the Vivian was a shoe in. I think Vivian earned her win 100%. From her turning around. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. From her first moment. And I really thought it was going to be Jinx. And they kept referencing like, you didn't even really have a part. And you made something out of it. Mm -hmm. And- yeah, I was, I was surprised she didn't win. It was it was the show saying, look, we all know Jinx is in the final four. Let We, we have to find a way to pump the brakes on Jinx taking every single acting challenge. But is Jinx in the final four? Because she I only don't has know. two starts, right? Yeah, but I mean, no, she just have two or three. Two I thought two. she would have had three but got blocked one week. I okay, wait. I would, I whatever. I thought she would have had four but got blocked one week. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, okay, okay. maybe you're right though. Maybe you're right. No, I'm not. Stars, I don't know how to do this. Well, I'm sure our lovely historians will tell me. I, you know, again, you just said you know the show so well, and yet I don't remember how many stars Jinx has because I can't keep track with the plumbings. No, I'm sure you're right. D- d- ignore me. She's incredible. She's gonna be there. I I would be shocked okay. if she wasn't. Okay. I mean, I also feel like the, all the edit is supporting her. But I agree. Look, the best work gets the reward, and Jinx should have got has been given the reward for the best work. Mm-hmm. That's how I mm-hmm. feel. I agree. I know, but I think that she's not going to be in the finals because Rue per- forgot her name at DragCon. <gasps> oh, that's a good point. How I'm serious. Evil. I watched that clip and I was like, oh, well, she doesn't win. Whoa, that's fun. Um, I never even thought about that. Thanks for, oh my God, what's sleuthery? I mean, am I wrong? I don't know, but that is really good sleuthery. But then, uh, but that's but that's the magic of RuPaul. She she could or, she could just as easily forget someone who maybe won. It's a really good. Remember when she thought maybe I already brought this up on last podcast? But remember when she thought um, she forgot that Evie oddly won and was like thought Brooklyn Heights yes, won. Yes, yes, iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. There you go. These this show means these these girls mean nothing to her at this point. Which on the one hand, I kind of think is healthy. Like, I kind of love that she doesn't she she just is um how do I put this? She just she's watching the universe unfold around her. She's not taking anything too seriously, including her own Emmy Award winning show. No, a hundred percent. 
Whereas I can't think of one right now, but I know there's people who take their take their jobs too seriously. And when you see it, you roll your damn eyes. Like, you know, I'll be a bitch and say Jeff Probst on the Survivor. I you're like so nasty. You're so, so nasty. nasty. I actually but you're do absolutely like right. him, but he takes his job so fucking seriously. No, I actually agree with you, but I I find that endearing because like you know he you know if you sat Jeff Probst down and said name every winner in order. Right. He, he would know. From he all would know. 42 seasons. He no, would he know. knows. He would know. I mean, do you, do you watch? Survivor? I do. I watched every bit of it. I watched this last season. I thought it was better than the season before it. So much. Yeah, it was good. Amazing. High moments, social commentary. Um, I mean, I love that the survivor has. Uh, Hi, listeners, here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de- decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go, visit betterhelp.com slash dragher today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dragher. Go, find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Do you, have, you had, have you had high? no. No, you got to get high on the show. He is. So, I love him. I, I'm in his DMs being like, I'm such a fan. You know, I want to get high on the damn show because you know what I love about high. He what? he is so like he's kind of like an asshole sometimes, but it's mm-hmm. like funny. Yeah, I love it. I'm and he's right. It. You know, those people on TV where you're like watching them on TV and you're like that thing you just said, we were all thinking. 
I know. You know, it would be fun to have Jeff Garner on and just be like, you fucking piece of shit. This was a trick. I hate your fucking guts. I put you on this podcast just to humiliate you, you piece of shit. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? You should do that. I'm Are, gonna. He's like, he's like all, he's like alt righty, right? I don't know what his deal is, but I what a classic damaged gay North Carolina loser. I mean, and trust me, obviously, I know those those homos. Yeah, um, it's no good. We're gonna write him an angry letter. So let's go ahead and silence Johnny. Take a break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Le está gustando mi podcast? Huh? Huh? That means are you liking my podcast? See, I'm learning thanks to Babbel. Babbel is my favorite app for learning languages. It makes it easy. It makes it a game. It makes it truly a video game for my silly little brain. And if you are like the one in five Americans who are trying to learn a language before they kick the bucket, you can do that this summer. It's not too late. I know what you're saying. You're saying, girl, it's September. No, it's still summer in our hearts. (laughs) So come on. Why not let this beautiful, easy, fun app make it easy for you to learn more. Whether you're trying to get your tutor on, you're just messing around, or you're trying to impress someone you have a crush on, Babbel makes it easy with notifications. You can be speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. I love Babbel. It made it so easy. In fact, the speech recognition technology made it easy for me to improve my pronunciation and my accent, which I needed because y'all have heard me talk on the podcast. She's a little crunchy. They make it easy. I mean, and that is something you can't just get from a conventional book. You can't get that from a language book. No, this technology takes it to the next level. And with over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is a real tool that helps making learning languages convenient. If only I could learn English. Here's a special limited deal for only our listeners. Go! Get started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners, though, at babbel.com slash drag her. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash drag her, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash drag her. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Bring back my break. Okay, what do we need to talk about in this challenge still? We still have our gothy Raja character, um, I guess, and, and Evie's sort of Regina George character. And then Jada getting fucked over with this, like, very unclear character who's friends with the goth kid. Very unclear. So unfair. That I mean, that was written... This this script was written for seven people, yes. and then at the last minute they were like, "Oh no, we need an eighth character." Yeah. There's way bigger characters. I think someone should have just been able to do boy drag and be, you know, the Danny, the Danny Franzesi character that like did not get a shout out in this, which probably should have. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Or it's like, or if it's if it's a, a scream parody, focus on that. Like, focus on making fun of all the stuff of, like, people love to have sex before they're killed, all that stuff. But this was just, it was trying to balance right. three plates at once. And Christmas, Christmas v. Yeah. Halloween. Christmas. <laughs> right, Christmas v. Halloween. <laughs> the age-old debate. It was goofy. Um, so, um, let's go ahead and talk these runways. I would share my screen, but my parents' internet connection, you know, is not strong enough for that. So I'll have to scrub and find where we get those runways and we can talk about them. Unless you have anything left to say about this acting chaos. Uh, no, I think I've said quite said enough. Quite a bit. Uh, um, but I am, I have it. I have. Oh, the okay. Great. Right now, then so can, honestly, tell me what the first one is, Johnny, since my parents hate good internet. Oh, you like, fully I, can't watch it. I thought it's I not see. coming up for me. No, I understand. The okay, first on. one coming out on the mm -hmm. runway is. Hold on, hold on. It's the Vivian. Oh, this was incredible. This white yarn Stunning. dress gown. This was absolutely the best look of the night for me. What'd you think? I mean, it was gorgeous. Not only was it just beautiful, but it so fit the assignment. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was really, I mean, when she walked out, I was like, Oh, this is a this is a beautiful absolutely gown that also happens to be fully knitted. right because obviously the prompt is, the prompt is like, nitty nitty bang bang which is you know it's a little open to interpretation totally do they get do they get like a better description of the prompts before they go on drag I race? don't know I don't know <laughs> so just nitty nitty bang bang They're like, that okay. is. But um, the details are incredible. The little like um, yarn sticks in her hair, the hair being done up, the sleeves. I mean, this is absolutely shocking that a garment this beautiful is made out of yarn or wool or whatever the hell this stuff is. Wild. 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 Caca. Wild, wild, I'm going to caca it. Um, I'm gonna, she looked like a it. regal. She looked like a, a Narnia queen. Oh my God, frosted. Yeah. Um, much uh -huh. like my face in Mykonos, frosted. She looks great. Very, very good. <laughs> yes, she did look great. Um, next comes uh, next comes Shay. Shay Coulee. Wow. Did I, did I lose you? No, I'm here. I'm here. I am here and I am queer and I'm not leaving just because it's July. Um <laughs> yeah, what did you think of this absolutely wild um, look with like African uh, influences as well as some stuff I ain't never seen before? Yeah, I really liked it. I think for me, probably my favorite part was the makeup on this look. Like, I, I, this is like unbelievable. Shay is such an artist. Like, absolutely. Her, her fucking whole entire face from like, this the 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 bald head down is yeah. just a work of art. It should be 
photographed a lot and put in museums. Yeah, I'm realizing now that she probably had to put on a really cool bald cap, too, because she has hair out of drag. Like, the effort that went into this is just jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. And it's giving me a little Rugrats, too. I can't believe it. Such a chirp. Maybe a caca. Same for you. Would you would you chirp it or would you burp it? Yeah, it's amazing. I absolutely loved it. It is a chirp caca for me. What's next? What's next? I we mean, got we got Evie Oddly, and let me tell you something. Ooh, this look with those things over her titties. I mean, come yeah. on, you kidding me? I, this this was this is like, uh, yeah, it took my breath away. Yeah, this is I, sick. I, I love it. I, I love that the headpiece is what like knitting needles in this weird like mobile like yes odd formation with little like knitting like balls of yarn coming down. Yeah. I just thought it was such a great take on the knitting thing. She showed like like I think it's really easy to be like the theme is knitting, so I'm gonna like put knitting needles in my hair. But right. I just thought this was like a really cool way to make like a work of art out of that. Yes. You have a bad little child and you want to fuck them up while they sit in their crib. Put this haunted mobile right above their head so that they can piss and shit their pants all night long. I was blown away by the dye job that she, of course, did herself. That on top of everything is crazy. The needle hands. Cut, it's giving me Mega Man. I love it. It's incredible. It's stunning. Evie, Evie uses color in such an interesting way. And I never hear the judges talk about I know. That. But it's like her colors are so vivid. And when you when she turns down the runway, it's like, oh, it's it, my eyes. I just it's colors I never see before. And the combinations are so beautiful together. My only note for Evie is that when RuPaul on the runway says nice knockers, she missed a golden opportunity to say, what'd you call me? Um, look, Rue's going to love that joke every time you hit her with it. So don't, every single time, don't miss it. Don't miss it when it comes around. It's just as bad yeah. as being Miss Fame and missing How's Your Head. Like, it's just to me, <laughs> just as big a sin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Well, if that's the one note you have for her, then I think she did pretty good tonight. God, Maybe see, another this caca. Is... It's absolutely insane. Another caca. I will say, I will say this. Uh, I need to be ruder. I feel like everybody, I'm like, yeah, I love them. I, I'm making fun of the judges for being so nice this season. Now I'm like, yeah, and I like this well, one too. Are you, everyone, everyone who listens knows I've, I haven't been impressed by Evie's musical, a uh, musical comedy chops. Like in this, in this, I, right. in this challenge, she definitely did the assignment, but she didn't like, she has a hard time cross doing something that's memorable and unique and kind of. I don't know. It's like she's committed and she's good at the acting challenge, but it's uh, it's unlike some of the girls who are giving me I will remember for years to come. All right, that's good. I like when you're I like when you're rude and nasty. Yeah, I'm that's, rude. That's hot. And especially that's hot. when when Vivian said, "She got me, Gail." I was like, "Okay, that made me tee hee hee out loud," which <laughs> yeah, we got. That laugh. may have been the one like knee slapper moment. And um, Jinx's chaos. All of Jinx's chaos was just Jinx's wonderful. Chaos. Uh, can we talk? Can we talk a little bit more about Jinx and her runway look? Yes. Is she next? She's next. Okay. So uh, this is like maybe kind of sort of fits the assignment. Kind of. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. think it's okay. It's certainly whatever. Um, it's fine. 
It's very her to just do an old Hollywood silhouette, but is it the assignment? Totally. If it, right. And it felt just like, okay, cool. I will never, ever, ever remember this tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and you could also argue the boas made of, like, I get that they were supposed to, you know, it's yarn and stuff, but like, no, this is a burp. She doesn't look bad, but when you put no. it up against everything else, it's it has to be a burp. I completely agree. You know what I really didn't like is that I could see like the puckering wrinkling of this nude illusion under mm, underneath. And I hate no that. Ma'am. If you're going to do that. No, no, no ma'am. No. And this see, is I can also, be nasty. There you go. You're nasty. And this is her opportunity to put a piece of yarn, like a yarn sphere on her head. Like I was like, I would, I would, I was ready for you to take a big weird swing that way because you're not going to give us eleganza the way some of these girls are. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this is a burp for me. Yeah. Who next? Next, we have Trinity with this wacko look that I'm still trying to figure out. There's a there's a teddy bear or like a it's a teddy bear, I guess. And she's wearing leopard print teddy bear. In fact, I'm going to take the stuffing out of it later and put it in my ass. I'm Trinity. Um, That's a good impression. Thank you. It's very good. And honestly, she (laughs) she is becoming the joke like she is becoming a joke of herself, and I don't, I, I, not in a bad way, but like in the, in every episode, the edit gets heavier of yes. her being like, "Ow, oh, am I feel? Don't put, I have BPA in my body. Uh, put me in the dishwasher. I'm safe to clean." Um, she's like starting to make fun of her own right. <laughs> jokes more and more. Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. It's 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 wild. She is becoming a bigger and bigger caricature of herself. Huh? She's 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 upping the ante. She's like, what else can I say in these talking heads they haven't heard before? But can I tell you what I'm so happy about? What? Do you remember All Stars like three, four era where sure. there were so many like everybody who came back had a gimmick like oh yeah i'm the brown cow stunning oh that's my thing i'm never gonna right. shut up about brown cow stunning my confessionals i won't stop talking about sponges i'm gonna talk about sponges in every goddamn confessional yeah at least we don't have that I, that was a rough You're time right where the brand they thought the branding had to be so strong and really it just like got on our nerves that is an interesting moment that's an interesting right because it's like huh that's interesting yeah no one you don't think anyone this season overbranded themselves in a way that's like oh, give it a rest no i think the most we get that is from trinity where she's like i'm the, the silicone queen you know yeah i think so i think you're 100 percent right and thank god shake shake stopped talking about roses being her trauma mm-hmm. i'm so glad we're done with that it's like okay good Ro- yes Ro- yes exactly so um, oh I, this look i love of trinity's i really I, thought it was cool I love it too. I I don't understand it, but I'm going to let go and let God. Yeah, I like that it's a weird pantsuit. I like the strange silhouette. I like the chunkiness of the pieces. I like the leopard print hair. I gotta, I, I love, it's so weird. I like that she tries to surprise herself on the runway and it's a chirp for me. Uh, I love the leopard print hair. And you know what? One of my favorite parts is, is that like long, um, like, like it's like a scarf that somebody's knitting, like yes. mid knitting. Yeah, you know how when you knit a scarf, it just goes on forever. She had yeah. that like dragging behind her. I I thought that was brilliant and brought and tied in the knitting thing really well. Yeah, I love it. I love the train. I'm surprised we didn't get more train jokes. 
a little bit more of the last time I had a train this long on the backside of me, I was at the Eagle. I'm Trinity. <laughs> You're actually really good at that. This might yeah, be your snatch this game. Is my, <laughs> this is my snatch game. Okay, so who's next? We got Monet Exchange. Mana Aha. Yes, Monet um, gave that sort of banji girl. I thought this was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the jacket. I thought it was really, this whole piece felt very top heavy to me. And I was just like, okay, yeah, like I like it. Uh, I, I just, again, like, I guess I don't love it. But I'm like, who probably am I? burp it. I'm a nobody. It absolutely looks good. But I mean, I think we've kind of seen this look from her before a little bit to me. I also, I kind of also thought the hair was kind of Shirley Temple creepy to me. Like it was mm. like creepy baby. That weird uncanny valley, which we know is bad luck on the runway. When you come down the runway as a slutty baby, like Coco yeah. Montrese or Mayhem Miller, when you come down the runway as a slutty little baby, it's bad luck and I'm going to burp it. Uh, okay. Can I give it like a like a very lukewarm chirp? Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm just trying to be more of a monster these days, so I'm going to burp No, it. I think you, I like that. Um, then we have Jada Essence Hall, who comes oh out looking like a big comfy couch. Oh, my God. I thought this was stunning. It was amazing. I mean, the 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 knitted, like, bodysuit thing. Unbelievable. It, it was is amazing. And this is an example the of color. the boa. The boa thing, whatever it was, was so gorgeous and and oversized in a way that like jinx needed something like that on her dress yeah yes i completely agree uh yeah i liked it i thought it was really i nice. love it and i and i'm i'm immediately being a hypocrite because jada as a slutty little baby work this worked for me i don't know why but it totally worked it's a chirp Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, a caca. I love the nose, the like the the nose makeup details. It's very hose and Whoville. It's a it's a chirp. Yeah, it was definitely a chirp for me. Uh, liked it. Have nothing negative to say about it. Uh, is, it's done. It's it, uh, yeah. It's is done. next. <laughs> oh, I mean, next we have Raja. Raja turning the corner. <sighs> Let me tell you something. What a suspicious I mean, week to give her the win. Like, has anything been more sus? Yeah, but don't you think, connect the dots, baby. They're trying to, this, sh- the, 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 they're yeah. just trying to even the playing field, right? A hundred million percent, especially with this look. This look was cool, but I didn't, it did not give me nitty nitty bang bang. I was just kind of like, it gave me something totally cool, but not really the prompt when I saw everything else before it. Let me tell you something. Love this look. I just like, if I had just seen this look out in the world, I'd be like, this is beautiful. I agree. I don't think it hits the, I don't think it uh, fits the brief uh-huh. as well as the others, but I really did like the look. Um, I like these things going up her arm. I, I She's just like, I'm just like, I sit and watch her walk the runway and go, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, I'm torn because I want to chirp it as I'd like, I really like it. I probably will chirp it, but it fully ignores the prompt. (laughs) Um, I mean, what is this? Is this like a loose knit? 
I guess that material is a loose knit of some kind. Just, you know, I mean, how how could she know that everyone was going to come down the the runway and yarn? You know, how could she know? Yeah, I don't know. I think I like it. I don't really mind that it's like different or not. Maybe on yeah. the, I just think she looks like a fashion alien from some fabulous planet, and I I love her. I do think. I do think that uh-huh. giving her the win this week is wild and it, it certainly is. wasn't from her performance. So it, it I was mean, absolutely irresponsible chaos. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wacky. Um, but the look I'll chirp, I, I don't think it was enough to, to be a, to be a winner. Yeah. That's interesting. So like Jinx did so good in the challenge, I definitely would have given it to Vivian and Jinx based on the challenge. If I'm going to go cumulative with everything, I would probably give it to Vivian, who did good in the challenge. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. And maybe Trinity? I don't know. I don't know how to judge this anymore. No, I would have yeah. just done Vivian and Jinx for me. Yeah. I think that I think that I would have gone Vivian and Jinx as well, unfortunately, because I know that's like probably boring. But yeah, I, I don't think any I don't think any of these looks like should have shot anybody up to like top of the week. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nobody yeah. who was in the running. Certainly not over. Raja. Sorry, certainly not. That her. is weird. It's just it's so unfounded. weird. Because I, I thought she should have won. I thought she got robbed. Or on other she weeks, won. on other weeks, so I'm like, why yes. now? Why this sperm? You know, this is you know what, what that is. No, that's a reference to Legally Blonde. You ever why see Legally Blonde? Sperm. Yes, I fucking love Legally Blonde. I still think it is so funny that there's a gay bitch in the courtroom who's so jealous that he has he and he is so egotistical that yeah. he is unable to help corroborate the man on trial for murder when he says I've like I love women or whatever that line is where he's like I've never been with a woman that this gay bitch in a court of law stands up and goes how dare you um or whatever he says I'm like you better work you gay cunt it's absolutely wild uh completely i mean legally blonde if you really break it down i watched a video where like a lawyer reacted to legally blonde yes i think i've seen that too was it Lija miller come on no 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 it's yeah no man but but that's what i love so much about them anyway we're here not to talk about legally blonde sorry i'm so i always get off topic you must i love it i actually love it it speaks to my soul but I, I'll be nice. We're trying to be nice to the listeners. And I'll let's go right. ahead and talk about that final lip sync. It was the Super Freak with Vivian and Raja. Also edited. I mean, this was edited very suspiciously. And I, I can't, uh-huh. I don't even know how I feel. Who do you think won? Uh, I do think Raja won. Okay. I thought Raja, I thought Raja had more like, interesting moments that like made me chuckle and like yeah it was maybe a smaller performance where vivian was doing these flips and shit and water but on her tits yeah yeah yeah. the the exactly the water on her tits i was like okay yeah okay you did a prop i, I don't know to me that's like so i'd rather really like feel it 
And I, I felt right. similar with Raja. Raja had some really good moments um, of fun, like having fun doing it. Whereas it felt maybe like Vivian was trying to do something she thought someone else thought was fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, also after the last Raja lip sync, I, I did not have high hopes. I, I know. Thought, I was like, oh, we're dead. We're dead. We're dead. Sometimes I wonder on Drag Race, are they just like, are some weeks they're just like tired? They've been up for like oh, 10 consecutive absolutely. days. I mean, because sometimes days, you know, like that's weird behavior. A lot of times they're filming three episodes in a week or yeah. at least two. Um, yeah. But that means they're like, Sometimes getting a day off every other episode. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. usually they're doing this lip sync around 9 or 10 p.m., sometimes later. So wow. it's like after you've, you, and your call time was like 6 or 7 a.m. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It's wild what the girls have to go through. Um, so, yeah, um, I am glad Raja won her cash. She deserves it. She's, um... Because remember, she won 75K. She didn't even get to win a whole 100K. So. Oh. oh. Old school. Whoa. Old school. <laughs> That's was it. it. What? Wasn't season one 10K? I think it was 10 or 20. I forget. That's yeah. humiliating. That is so goddamn rude. <laughs> like, I can't even begin. But, Johnny, you're fucking cool where can we support you and watch your stuff online you can watch my stuff online at <laughs> the johnny cakes <gasps> all across on all social platforms oh that's nice that's nice when you can use one handle for everything it is nice and you know what's nice is i'm not like the johnny cake six two five nine one one two no that's trash I really wanted Johnny cakes, just J O N N Y cakes. And there's this guy who's like a farmer or something in like what? rural America. And he's always, I think he's kind of pissed. Cause like people will tag him in place of me. Bitch. I wonder. Yeah. Anyway. Get out of the, you. Sorry, babe. You got, you're the Johnny cakes. I no, it's I am the Johnny cakes. Which I know. Is like, like, the, no, I'm kidding. But no, I'm literally the like, T-H-E. Mm -hmm. mm, Look, mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for you cementing your brand. I have really, uh, I, I love your videos. They're so stupid. And they seem like you, you have to put so much work in to get these damn cakes made of lamps and shoes. They're stupid. They're stupid. And you know what? I think probably people are going to be real sick of this. I think people already are sick of this cake trend. So I'm going to milk <laughs> it for as long as possible. Milk it. Yeah, wait, what else can you, what's, what is your next thing you want to turn real, um, hyper-realistic that, that you're like, okay, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to try it. Oh, that's a good question. What am I doing? Um, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to do like an, a, a plate of Ikea Swedish meatballs and go to Ikea and eat it. Um, so maybe that. That's really funny. I Mono Ikea. Ikea is my favorite restaurant in Los Angeles. Go, oh, burn in hell. Are you serious? I love Ikea food. <laughs> I'm I, not I, kidding. Ikea is a restaurant. Fight me on it. <laughs> I love that. I would love to go with you to Ikea so you can prove me wrong. Have you that been? would be really fun. I have, but it's been a second. I remember being like, yeah, this is kind of cute. But I don't remember being like, this is the best. Have you eaten their food? Yeah, I think I've had the meatballs and the ice cream. Okay, well, I'll take you, and I'm going to try to win you over. I'm going to try to get you to like it a little bit more. <laughs> I would love that so much. I would absolutely love that because you, 
are my edgeless buddy for life. You. Oh my God, we didn't we didn't even talk about how edgeless I am today. Do you think you're edgeless? How do you how are you feeling after I I attacked you with the uh, accusations of being edgeless? Or do you think I don't I haven't no. seen your edge yet? No, I think that I think that you brought up a really good point that I hadn't thought of. I also think that I I err on the side of like I don't want to rock the boat in a public mm. platform. Like like in real life, I think I've got a little bit more edge, but I'm afraid of the comment section. I would like for you to come for me. Um, I would like to have a fight in this this because after your episode, also everyone came uh, illuminated me about the is it cake controversy with you placing fake tomatoes on another right. cake, which I'm right. I'm sure is. I mean, how how much are how many thousands are you paying the PR team to to uh, bury this story? Uh, oh, should I be? Oh, ah, darn! I I I I was hoping the story would just go away, but I didn't realize I had to pay people off. Oh, it's gonna come back! It's gonna come back to haunt you. Um, no, bitch, I live for you. I'm so glad you're here. You are welcome here all the time. Oh, and thank you. Yeah, truly, you're too fun. And if and we have to go do some stupid stuff in real life as well. When I'm back from hell. Um, and I want everyone Anytime. listening to follow us on Dracker Podcast on Instagram. We recent this is T. We recently had a post, a funny post, stolen by Shangela herself. Great. Ha ha ha. Very, very funny. I wish we had a little bit of credit. Um, but what are you gonna do? The internet is the wild, wild west. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, we we support Shangela justice for Shangela every day of the week. Um, and if you're like this amazing person who gave us a five-star Apple podcast review, join us. Give us some five-star love on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you pod. It helps keep the lights on. This one says, I'm plastic like the straws from Jen Jivitus. Mono is so fun to listen to, and I'm so glad I stumbled upon the only drag race podcast in the universe. Please tell a new trinity I'm plastic joke every week. Oh, don't you worry about that, Jen Javitis. I feel like it's going to happen whether you want it to or not. Um, that's it. That's it, bitches. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Let the music play. This is where I carry out the sign that says go vote. Vote.org. <laughs> oh, God. was a HeadGum original.